Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. The NHL is back today. We have five games as they start their regular season. Three games on NBC Sports Network. Again, NHL starts its regular season with five games today. This is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, January 13th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. Want to start with ratings from the college football playoff championship game. Alabama's blowout of Ohio State on Monday night led to the least watched college football championship game in the CFP and BCS era, which dates back to 1999. Our Austin Carp noted that the game, which Alabama led 35-17 to 17 at halftime, averaged 18.7 million viewers across ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Now, the previous low for a championship game in the CFP-BCS era was in 2005 when ABC averaged 21.4 million viewers for USC's 55-19 to 19 win over Oklahoma. In comparison, last season's LSU-Clemson game averaged 25.6 million viewers. So this game, with 18.7 million viewers, definitely falls short. Now, the sharp drop could be attributed to a number of things. There was a lopsided score. Many people are tired of seeing the same teams in the CFP title game. There's also all the political news and news around a possible impeachment. So there's a lot of noise around sports right now. But the ratings were down pretty dramatically. Now, in full context, the three college football playoff games, the semifinals, and the championship averaged 19.1 million viewers. That's down 13% from last season. But the semifinals were down only 2%. The big drop, of course, coming with the CFP title game on Monday night. Let's shift over to the NFL because they saw some rating softness for their wild card games. That's right, the NFL's six wild card games over the past weekend across multiple networks averaged around 24.2 million viewers. Now, last year, four games averaged 30.5 million viewers. So you're seeing a drop of about 6 million viewers across the whole weekend. Now the Bears-Saints game in that late Sunday afternoon window led the way with 30.7 million viewers across CBS and Nickelodeon, but that was down from a similar window last year. So both CFP and NFL ratings down. Let's shift over to an interesting story out of our global edition last night says that U.S. private equity firm Silver Lake, which, of course, big investors in Endeavor, uh, City Football, Madison Square Garden, among others, is in talks over a $2 billion investment in New Zealand rugby. Now, that's the body that runs the All Blacks, an incredibly strong and powerful global brand. Silver Lake is negotiating to take a 15% stake in the commercial operations of New Zealand rugby. Those type of deals could look like a lot of different things, but generally it could be that the governing body sets up a broadcasting or sponsorship business as new entities 
entities for private equity firms to invest in. So you could see Silver Lake investing in the broadcasting or sponsorship rights of New Zealand rugby. So that would make Silver Lake a very powerful figure in the rugby world. Meanwhile, their competitor, CBC Capital Partners, currently owns a minority stake in the English Premiership and Pro 14 club competitions. So CBC Capital Partners, already a big investor in rugby, could Silver Lake follow? That's a story to keep your eye on. Moving to the NBA, the league postponed its sixth game this season, scheduled for today, and its fifth game in the last four days. So the league and the Players Association announced major new health and safety protocols as the COVID-related game postponements increase. There's a lot of details there, but this seems to be a very important stretch here. Basically, players are being asked to really quarantine over the next 14 days. No outside engagement, no visitors, really, really restricted visiting with families. So we're going to have to watch if the number of postponements here of the NBA continue or whether they're able to stem these positive cases and continue with their season. But NBA at a pretty pivotal time in its season over the next two weeks. We've talked on the Buzzcast about MLS continuing to provide its clubs make good sponsorship opportunities for the upcoming season in every effort possible to retain revenue. So what's MLS's latest effort? They are offering branded player face masks to be used during local and national broadcast games. At this point, they're saying the opportunity is only available through the 21 season. But it is believed that players and coaches will have the opportunity to wear co-branded face coverings. Teams may only have one sponsor on the face mask throughout the season. And the league is suggesting that teams work with their healthcare sponsor to be able to provide the brand on the face mask. But again, MLS opening up all forms of inventory for teams to sell for the coming season all in an effort to recoup as much revenue as possible. Staying with soccer, Sacramento will officially be joining the National Women's Soccer League in 2022. That'll bring the league to 12 teams. Now, Racing Louisville joins the NWSL this season. Meanwhile, Sacramento and Angel City FC in Los Angeles come aboard next season. Now, Sacramento has long been rumored to be a destination for the National Women's Soccer League. Remember, Sacramento Republic FC will be joining MLS in 2023. Now, Sacramento will get an NWSL team in 2022. NWSL Commissioner Lisa Baird did not confirm who the ownership group backing the Sacramento bid was, but she did mention that Ron Burkle and Matt Alvarez of Sacramento Republic are involved. Generally, there is similar ownerships between the MLS and NWSL teams in the similar market. So we'll see if that continues. But Sacramento will become the NWSL's 12th team when it starts in 2022. Interesting news out of college sports. We'll end with this. Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence, considered to be the lock number one pick in this year's NFL draft, has selected his on and off the field representation. For his contract work, he's using M GC Sports, that's Jay Curry, Kyle Strongen, Sean Howard, and Alan Bullington are representing Trevor Lawrence on contract and draft preparation work. Meanwhile, his management for marketing and all off-the-field endeavors will be handled by Excel Sports' Alan Zucker, who of course is well known for representing quarterbacks in their marketing, especially the Manning brothers, 
Peyton, and Eli Manning. And finally, we'll end with this. Affleck, we've seen them all over the airwaves in their college football sponsorship as they are an SEC and SEC Network sponsor. They, of course, had the long campaign with Bama coach Nick Saban. Well, they have doubled down on college sports and now become an NCAA corporate partner, bringing the total roster of the NCAA's corporate sponsors to 19 right now. So Affleck getting full NCAA corporate sponsorship rights in addition to their SEC and SEC Network sponsorship deals. You'll see Affleck all over college sports. Affleck work with CAA Brand Consulting on its deal. So that is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, January 13th. Again, I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay healthy, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.